911, what's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton, and today's episode is called Breaking Up is Hard to Do. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy today's content. Now, in all expectation, you're probably listening to this episode thinking that I'm going to be talking about my relationship with my husband. But to be honest, this has nothing to do with him. Back in February, and I know I've made mention of this on this show a few times, I created a JV, a joint partnership with a Marine out of Las Vegas. She and I hit it off. We click super well. And it's like that type of relationship where you have this silent understanding all of the time. And I love that. And so we created um, an entire team. We brought on some coaches and she had a lot in the, in the back end of things in terms of marketing and um, projecting the program and things like that. And my role was to show up as the lead coach and to train the other coaches that we brought on, as well as to bring on additional coaches, which was all done. However, back in February, neither one of us anticipated the entire world changing the way that it did. You see, that program, it's surrounded around doing first times and having new experiences. And as you hear those words, maybe what comes up for you is thinking about things like going out and skydiving or traveling the world, seeing new things, new opportunity. And we didn't really pay attention to that along the way. And we started to just push forward and we were driving hard and we're driving the coaches hard. And I came to this point a couple of weeks back where I needed to just stop and reflect. And the reason that this came up is because I decided that I wanted to open up my coaching program for five new clients. I've been very reserved with my time this year, and that's because I've been working on a lot of projects and I haven't had any time to give. And when I coach, I go all in. It's a 100% investment that goes both ways. But I decided that with the need, especially with law enforcement right now, but first responders in general, I, I was not feeling in my integrity by not opening up the additional five slots because I've had people ask about them. So I decided to kind of take a look at my schedule, right? I look at my schedule every day. I look at it every week and I look at it every month. But this in particular, I needed to look at where I can maybe carve down some things. How can I buy back my time? And maybe you've had a similar realization in your own life, but it became a very, very apparent to me. I talk a lot about ROI and return on investment. It's not always monetary. I don't, I want to make that very clear. For me, ROI also means what gives me the feels, right? When I am doing or around, when I'm doing something or around particular people, or I'm involved in a particular activity, what is the reciprocity in terms of how I am fulfilled on the back end? And it could be monetary, but for the most part, nowadays especially, how is it going to fuel my fire? And I started to look at this JV partnership that I had. And then I started to think about how incredible things um, maybe would have gone a little bit differently 
if we weren't forced forced to have to do everything remotely and have online first times and new experiences versus the tangible ones. And not to say that there's any discrediting of having first times and new experiences remotely, but it certainly has a has a different feel. And it became very bright, right? It was very bright and apparent that this was one of those things that I needed to carve off. Now, in terms of the outreach and the content creation, the meetings, answering questions, things like that, it's probably a good seven to 10 hours every week that I spent on this. And I went all in with it, right? I wanted to make sure that I honored my commitments, that I was learning and studying. There was a journal that I, I read twice, and it was also something that I needed to make sure that I re-referenced often. You know, time consumed going into Facebook groups and communicating with strangers, trying to act as a, a marketer myself in that regard. And I, I didn't get that reciprocity on the back end of it, at least not in this in this instance. Had things been a little bit different and we were able to go out and to actually engage and, and be more hands-on with things, I know that this program would have been 100% different. And that's not to say that this program is a failure. It's absolutely not. There are some incredible people and is, um, you know, she's the, the brainchild in all of this. And I know she's going to continue to do great things. But for me, I had to sit back and weigh the cost versus reward. And not only that, but also the cost versus reward with regards to what my current need is with everything that I have going on with my own clients, right? My, my field of genius. And it was hard to have that conversation with her. I thought about it for two weeks before I decided to speak up on it. I wanted to make sure that I had perfect clarity before going into a conversation like this. And the funniest thing happened. She she not only understood, but she also related, right? She has many other projects that she's had to take on to shift her focus in the midst of everything coronavirus. And her attention is maybe more geared towards individual projects right now as opposed to this entire team. So she and I did a lot of discussion back and forth, and she has this plan on what she intends to do going forward and giving the coaches opportunities and making sure that this, this can still exist. And I think it's incredible. I think that one of the best ways that we're able to learn and grow as individuals is by us being able to experience first times and having these new experiences on a routine basis. It's what allows our cognitive abilities to expand in ways that we never get when we go home and just plop down on the couch day in and day out. But having these conversations isn't easy. And most importantly, if, if you're like me, as you listen, you're probably the type of person that makes sure that you do maintain and honor your commitments and never wanting to disappoint or dishonor somebody else in the midst of that. But I've gotten very good at learning how to say no over these past four years. And the reason it's become so easy for me is because I know that when I'm telling somebody else no, I'm really telling myself yes. And I want you to sit with that for a second because how many times in your own life do you show up for somebody else when really in the back of your head, you would much rather be doing X, Y, or Z? Or even more so, how guilty do you feel when you decide to do something for yourself? Maybe you decide to take the entire night and turn off your phone. Maybe you decide to go somewhere without the kids for a night. 
Or what about this? You decide to take a trip without your spouse. How selfish is that, right? But I'm going to challenge you there because all of these things that we think is selfish and every time that we believe that it's not okay to tell ourselves yes, those are the moments in our life where we experience usually the most peace and sometimes the greatest growth on our personal journeys. And by allowing ourselves to do that and by knowing that it's okay and that we don't have to explain ourselves and we don't owe anybody the permission, but that we can show up and still be respectful in the same time, at the same time, it allows us to take back our personal power. All too often this year, especially, I believe that we've allowed the government, society, our parents, our spouses, our teachers, so many people in our lives They steal our personal power. And it's time now more than ever to take that personal power back. You might not know exactly what that means for you, at least not right now, and that's okay. But I would encourage you to stop for a moment and to consider just how much control other people in your life have over you. And that in no way means that you are not an integral element in your sphere of influence in your world. You most certainly are. But sometimes we need to ask ourselves if we want to be out there, you know, as just another number, or if we want to be the one that stands out, not to other people, but to ourselves. And when you can do that and you can recognize what those things are, oh, your entire life changes. When you recognize how much of yourself you give to other people and not in the the healthy way, not in the same sense that you would in, in your career, for example, But how much we do that on a routine basis, that's really not necessary. I know in our last episode, I made mention of something as simple as signing up for an email and then getting those emails for 10, 20 years later. You know what? We're going to watch those emails come into our inbox and delete them for the rest of our lives if we don't stop for a second and click that unsubscribe button. That person sending out that email that you didn't want to receive and that you certainly didn't even open and you just swiped and deleted, well, guess what? They're taking a little piece of your personal power from you in that moment. So delete it. What happens when we do that? It doesn't exist anymore. And then we're we're left with us, which I think is a beautiful thing. So sit on that, my friend. And I hope that as you go about your day today, that it is an incredible one and know that wherever you are, whatever you are doing, I am sending you a big tight hug and I will talk to you later.